This is Parent Them Successful with author and licensed educational psychologist, Jessica Shields. Your child no longer has to struggle. On this parenting podcast, we unravel the complexities of the education system, give insight into intervention services, and offer encouragement and tools alongside your parenting journey. It's time for your child to thrive. Welcome your host, LEP educator and mom of four, Jessica Shields. All right, and welcome to Parent Them Successful Podcast. And again, I'm so glad you are tuning in. You know, today we have something special for you, especially if you have teenagers. Today we will be talking about restoring that social development and perseverance during a time of collective trauma. And we have a special guest for you. We have Simone Ross. She is a wife, mother, entrepreneur, best-selling author, educator, philanthropist, and kidpreneur development strategist. She has over 15 years experience in youth development, and she continues to educate and empower middle school and high school and college age students to develop their purpose, manifest their dreams. Who want, who don't, who doesn't want that <laughs> and organize goals as they design their destiny. Wow. Powerful already. <laughs> she is best known for her public speaking topics on kidpreneur development strategies, designing your destiny, deserving what you desire and how to develop an abundance mindset. Welcome to the show, Simone. How are you? Thank you so much. Thank you. That was that was a mouthful. <laughs> I'm well, thank you. We're so glad to have you. And can you tell our parents where you are um, tuning in or where you're coming from today? Where are you located? So I'm located in Queens, New York. Um not too far from uh, Long Island. A lot of uh, people outside of New York are familiar with Nassau County and Long Island. So I'm about four minutes away from that. But yep, I'm coming from New York City. Awesome. And so, you know, you really do have an extensive background. I know I was uh, reading about you and learning about you. And I know you have a background in child development. And it's interesting because when we hear that someone has a background in child development, we think little ones, you know, right. we think babies, but you actually work in high schools. Right. And <laughs> and what do you what do you actually do for your students at the high school? So I I work for both the parents and the students actually. So I'm a parent engagement coordinator um, mm-hmm. as well as an assistant college advisor. So as the students enter high school, I am there to help the students and the parents adjust and get acclimated, help them in terms of enrollment, um, help them in terms of just, you know, answering questions regarding high school, because everyone thinks it's an easy transition from middle school to Mm -hmm. high school, but that's not always the case. Um, We have a lot of students who are coming from um, other countries Mm. as well as other states. So the school curriculum and the school structure is, you know, can be different. So I'm there to make sure that both parent and student have a smooth transition in. And then I'm following them, of course, for the entire four years. And then when we get to 11th grade and 12th grade, then I'm there to assist with the college transition. 
and making sure that financial aid um, is done. I set up the events for financial aid night, as well as uh, senior activities and just kind of get parents and students now comfortable with leaving Mm -hmm. home and figuring out what they want to do after graduation. Wow. I mean, you know, that is so needed, especially right now. Sometimes we're uh, looking at graduation rates from high school Mm -hmm. perspectives, from looking at the data. And, you know, uh, some districts really are struggling to have the graduation rates that they should have, or some districts are struggling with having their, uh, their students prepared for college entry, if that's the route that they want to go. Right. So it's just amazing that wherever you work, that they have this dedicated, um, this dedicated position to make sure that students are matriculating and then not just students, you know, you said parents too. Right. So that's so important. Um, But what else do you do? I know you do more work with students to prepare them uh, for, you know, that dream. You you talk about this dream. So can you tell us a little bit more about what else you do for students and preparing them? Okay, so inside and outside of um, my school, I work with middle and high school students, mostly high school students, um, preparing them for... um, their mindset, right? I think that the mindset is important for anything that you want to do in high school, beyond high school, beyond college. And so I work with students, um, what I, with what I like to call designing their destiny. I Mm. don't think that things just kind of happen by accident. I think that there's a plan and we all need to understand how to plan. And so I talk to the students about what it is that they're interested in, what it is that they're good at, what is it they want to do, where do they see themselves, and putting that plan together and helping them, you know, navigate that journey, the ups and downs of that journey. Because of course the journey mm-hmm. is not always rosy and it's not always easy. And so I always want to make sure that the kids are prepared um, mentally and emotionally so that they're built for whatever journey it is that they're trying to go on. Yes. And I think that that work, that the work that you do is so important because, you know, there's this talk about if a child can't see themselves in a particular situation or see themselves being successful, they don't strive for it, you know? Right. And it's like, you know, we need those adults like you in their lives and especially parents. Parents should be the number one adult in their lives telling them, hey, you can be that uh, entrepreneur. You can be that attorney, you know, whatever it is that they think they might want to do. They do need someone to help them see it for themselves. You know, that vision. So exactly. Yeah. And um, if you wanted to say something else about that, Um, the one thing. Yeah, the one thing I wanted to say is um, once I got into the high school, it was it was an eye opener for me because I realized that the family structure and the family dynamic was not what I had always thought it was for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes we lose sight and we think that everyone's household is just like ours. Right. Good or bad, you know. And so I kind of went into the high school setting after leaving the early childhood um, childcare setting and just learning so much about teenagers and and the relationships between the parents and teenagers that it's not always um, open and there's not always a lot of 
communication or healthy communication. So mm. the messages that we're trying to give to these kids that, you know, we're just assuming they may have heard this before and some of them have, have not, you know, they, ha- they don't have right. the encouragement. They don't have the confidence because there's no one having these conversations with them. And so it was an eye opener to realize like, oh, we really do have to pour into these kids because they may not get this anywhere else outside of mm-hmm. this, this school mm-hmm. building. So that was Absolutely. really important to me. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that we have people like you that see the need and that you're meeting that need. But again, parents, you know, it starts with us as parents. It starts with us to pour into our children those dreams and that encouragement. So thank you for sharing that. You know, um, something else that we had really talked about in the past, you and I, we talk about, you know, this collective trauma that we're all experiencing with the pandemic. And, you know, I work in schools, you work in schools, Mm -hmm. we're seeing trends uh, with students and uh, I'm seeing increased behaviors and it's a lot of immaturity right now. And I don't know what's going on in New York, but I can say in California, um, I definitely see the impact of being in a lockdown situation or in virtual learning for so long, this social piece is kind of um, a little bit underdeveloped. So what, what are you experiencing with the high school, high school students in your area? The same. Um, I mean, we have to remember that these students lost almost two years of their lives, you Mm -hmm. know, so Mm -hmm. we have ninth graders, physically, you know, but yes. you really have seventh graders, you know, right. some of them may not have even had the option to do blended learning. So they may have been stuck at home for mm-hmm. 18 months. And so we're definitely noticing a lot of immaturity. We're noticing a lot of um, zero to 60 emotional mm. tantrums, you know, mm-hmm. they don't know how to talk to one another. They don't know how to speak to the adults necessarily. And everybody's just upset. They're just upset. They're angry and they have no clue why. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. We're seeing a lot of the same trends and I'm thinking uh, some districts have moved towards looking at social emotional learning as mm-hmm. a piece to kind of help support, mm-hmm. but we need, we really need to make something more systemic and more intentional. Mm-hmm. And I know that parents have a, big role to play in this. Mm -hmm. And I know everybody was doing the best that they could, but now that most things are pretty much open and we're managing with COVID, Mm -hmm. you know, there are certain things that we can do to help our children develop that social piece that they miss because it's easy to see the academics, but the social, you know, it, it might be a little bit more, uh, nuanced, or it might be a little bit more tricky to identify that immaturity unless you see them compared to their peers, yes. which parents don't get a chance to see, but we see it all the time being in schools. Yes. So yeah, what what can we do or what can parents do to kind of help manage or, or um, you know, man- help their children manage, their teens manage and develop a little bit more in this area because we have to get them ready for adulthood uh, ready for life. So the one thing that I would say, and this is um, mainly related to COVID, I think parents need to not be as um, afraid of what we're going through. 
There are a lot of kids who say that, you know, their parents won't let them out the house or they didn't let them out the house. They won't allow them to be with friends and family. They won't allow them to join activities. They won't allow them to, you know, play sports. All the things that the kids are accustomed to doing, and that's usually how they get their their outlet and how they socialize. But the parents are, you know, in panic mode still, and so they won't allow the kids to branch out. And so I, the one thing that I would say to parents is we have to kind of lighten up Mm-hmm. You know, let the kids know what they need to do to keep themselves safe in terms of, you know, wearing their masks and eating healthy and, and just washing their hands and all the things that we've been hearing for the mm-hmm. last year, but allowing kids to be kids. And so that means, yeah, when they're in school, they they may need to play. They may need to, right. well, on a high school level, they're not playing, but <laughs> <laughs> they they need to get involved in sports and activities and just give them some space because they need that. They need to be around their peers. When the kids feel like they're still in lockdown, mm-hmm. you know, they don't know how to process that. Right. They don't know how right. to process those feelings. And even though we're not in quarantine anymore, some parents are literally still having their kids in that lockdown mentality. And so mm-hmm. we have to let the kids breathe. We have to give them some space and let them out and understand that they went through a lot these this last year and we have to give them not only space to to feel what they feel and talk about what they're you know what's on their mind but they just need to they need to breathe they need some a little freedom and and a lot of parents just don't realize how important that part is they can't socialize they they will go crazy you know and they'll start focusing on things that are unhealthy and we may not be able to you know, rescue them from that. So, right. You know, we have to give them that space. Right. I like that, um, that you said we need to kind of lighten up because, you know, as a parent too, I was very hesitant myself to let my kids go and be with friends, Mm -hmm. you know, but I always reminded them, okay, wear your mask, wash your hands, you know, just take those precautions and it's been working for my family, right. you know, so far so good. And yes, it does help with their mental health because I could see a difference it, even in my own children mm. when we're getting back to doing those types of activities, you know, yeah. so definitely I could see that. But I know there's some things that this, the kids can do themselves. What are some things that the kids can focus on? Like if I'm a parent, what can I tell my child to focus on? to help them get away from staying stuck in the muck per se, you know, perseverating on uh, the things that are hindering them from this social piece, this social development. Um, I would say, you know, parents should definitely encourage their kids to communicate um, and not communicate the way we want them to communicate, but giving them that space to communicate the way Mm -hmm. they want to, you know, um, kids may come to us and say things in a way that, you know, they understand, you know, whether it's their slang or whatever, we we don't speak like that, but we have to just mm-hmm. give them that space. Right. And so let them just kind of feel free for a moment. Um, encouraging kids to talk to other kids, mm-hmm. encouraging them to get involved in school and get involved outside of the house. If the, if the kids know that we support that, then they will feel better about doing that. Um, speaking to them about what their interests are, 
you know, it may not be sports. You know, you may have a child that's not at all interested in any kind of physical activity and that's okay. As long as, you know, they stay healthy, that's okay. Um, Mm -hmm. But maybe they're interested in writing. Maybe they're interested in artwork or coding or business, Mm -hmm. whatever they're interested in support that. And so, you know, to get away from COVID, to get away from the constant reporting about deaths and numbers and just all this stuff and and the new variants and all the stuff that keeps coming Mm -hmm. up that that Mm -hmm. brings us back to spring of 2020, have Mm -hmm. different conversations where now we're looking for the future, you know? So what are you interested? What do you want to do? What can I help you build? What can I help you grow? What can we work on together so that they move away from this last year and start looking towards building something for themselves that they enjoy and they look forward to. And it gives them something to look forward to every morning when they get up now, push them towards that. Right. I like that because it sounds like you're really saying that we need to really focus on the positives, you know, Mm -hmm. and not really be so, um, so focused on all the things that are going wrong, you know, Right. And so I'm thinking, you know, what else can we do as parents to even set them up for success? How does this relate back to maybe um, setting them up to be on the right trajectory for, you know, post-secondary? How does this social development piece help them to be on the right path to graduation? Um, So I go back to the mindset. Right. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of um, students who just they just are, are flat right now in terms of um, their emotions, you know. And so there's there is a focus on the negative and not the positive. That's the main thing is the mindset. Mm. Having them um, exposed to things that are going to help them in the future. And that may be college. It may not be college. It may be a trade school. It may be something that they want to do creatively. Mm-hmm. on their own, but it has to start with building that mindset, making them feel confident and motivated to do whatever that thing is and and letting them know that they have your support. I am a firm believer in reaching out to the schools and tapping into the resources that are available at schools. Mm-hmm. Um, there are guidance counselors and social workers available they have resources outside of the school. You know, if it's a situation where you think your child may need counseling, you have to step right. back and and mm-hmm. not, you know, release this, release yourself from the stigma of counseling and give them what it is that they need. But all these things together will help them beyond high school and in the future because you're preparing them. They're, you know, they're building that strength and they're building that, that confidence that they need to now go forward and know that the next time something like this happens, they're prepared. They have the tools now, they have the resources, they know where to go so that if they feel like they're stuck in the muck, they know I have options. You know, I don't have to just allow myself to be depressed or have anxiety and just feel like I'm helpless and I have no control over a situation. I can. So even if we're in another quarantine, I hope not, (laughs) but even if we're in that situation again, I know what to do now. I know how to keep myself busy. I know how to keep, you know, the wheels turning. I know how to keep my mind fresh and 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 positive and and working towards something for myself. I like that a lot because um even working 
in in schools doing what I do as a school psychologist also, you know, we really do try to focus on their perspective, you know, their outlook on life, you know. And yeah. so thinking about um, helping them to see what is good in a situation or even um, how they can see themselves overcoming an obstacle. These are skills that they need all Absolutely. the way through adulthood. Exactly. Like you said. And, and that's really where the success lies is in your ability to take a, a bad situation and turn it around, you know, turn it around and, and find something good from it and then move forward. You know, don't be stuck in the muck. Get out of it. You know, it's like mud. It's going to trap you. It's going to hold you back. That mindset is real. And it's important for kids to understand and parents to help their children understand that you don't have to be stuck. Let's move forward. And and my sister will always say, okay, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Okay, that that happened. That didn't go well. All right. (laughs) Let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. So I often hear myself saying, okay, (laughs) keep it moving. It didn't go well. It'll be better next time. Just keep it moving. So, you know, that is uh, a lesson to be learned and and definitely a skill that we all need, even adults. Absolutely. And, you know, one thing I realized um, with COVID and quarantine, I think everyone felt like they lost control. And Mm -hmm. again, going back to perspective, if you believe that you have no control over this situation, then you you don't, right? right? So we were told, okay, stay in the house. You can't go out, can't socialize, can't go to parties, restaurants, movies, all the things that, that made us happy and all the things mm-hmm. that we looked forward to that brought us joy. And then they took that away. And then a lot of people felt like they had no control and they had no options. And you have mm-hmm. to change your mindset. And remember, you you do have control. There's so many other things that you can do to keep your mind sharp and keep, your, your, your health in check. It doesn't have to be going to the movies. You know, it doesn't have to be going to someone's home. You can do different things. You can, there were act, outdoor activities we could have participated right. in. Like you have, right. to, you have to be creative. And I think people felt like they had no control and that was frustrating. And so changing your perspective, changing your outlook, realizing you, you do, there's so many things that you could be working on and doing for yourself that the city mandates really can't take away from you. And so we, mm-hmm. we have to hold that, hold that near and dear that we do have control. And our kids benefit so much from that, you know, yes. and um, in the area of that social development piece that they need, mm-hmm. it's like once, you know, in, in anything related to education, once we see that a child is behind There's so much intervention that goes into bringing that child up to grade level or up to certain standards. And that is the same thing with that social development piece. We need to really pour into that social development so that they can catch up and then keep it moving and not be stuck in the muck. So I love everything that you've shared. I love those tips that you've given, those ideas to kind of get us thinking about what we can do to make up for that lost time because it can be made up because kids are really resilient. They really, really are. But are there any final things that you want parents to know centered around this topic? Um, 
because I spend so much time, you know, talking to the parents, I don't want to forget about the parents. Um, so the one thing that I would say, you know, while we're looking after the kids and while we're encouraging them to get out there and, and get involved and, you know, stay healthy, I need the parents to do the same thing. You know, they also need to talk to their peers and find out what they need to do to get themselves together so that they can be um, a support for their own kids. I don't want to forget parents. You know, parents definitely went through a tough time as well. And so they need to have their mindset in the right place so that they can Mm -hmm. support their children fully. So reaching out to friends, churches, um, Mm -hmm. if it's a healthcare provider, you know, if it, it becomes a situation where you do need that kind of support, um, reaching out to the schools because they can help the parents as well. Um, but that's important. You know, we need the parents to remember they have to take care of themselves. You know, it's kind of like the the life vest thing on the plane. Like you have to take care of yourself so that you can take care of, um, the next you know, the person next to your child. That's right. So Mm -hmm. we need the parents to know, take care of yourself make sure that you're okay emotionally and socially Mm -hmm. so that you can pour that into your kids. If the kids see you sitting at home all day looking out the window, then there's no hope, you know? So everybody needs to to get out and get moving and know that it's, it's necessary. It's necessary for our emotional health, our spiritual health, our physical health. Like it, it covers everything, you know? So everyone needs to kind of get out of that rut that we've been in and and get moving. You know, we, we, we can get past this. We can get past this. We don't have to stay here. I love it. Thank you so much. And Simone is very gifted in helping youth become prepared for life beyond high school. To learn more about her work, make sure you visit Boss Chick Brands by SimoneRoss.com. Check out our book, Soaring Beyond the 9 to 5. And also you can learn more about her and what she does at LilTuxInTierra7Sitter.com. And all that will be provided in the show notes. And I just want to leave you with a loving reminder today. Just be encouraged that whatever the trauma that was experienced in your life, whatever it was that you can overcome and that your children are looking to you as a model for how they cope with struggles, trials, and tribulations. And again, remember to subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. And also don't forget to leave a five-star review so that others know how valuable this information is. But until next time, Be blessed and love on your children. Thank you for listening to the Parent Them Successful with licensed educational psychologist, Jessica Shields. We're so glad you've joined us and would love to connect with you outside of the show. To find more information about our services, the Empower House Academy, or to take our quiz, What's Your Parenting Style? Go to StrongerMindStrongerYouth.com. Feel free to email us directly at info at StrongerMindStrongerYouth.com. We'd love to hear from you. Other ways to stay connected are on Instagram and Facebook by searching Stronger Mind, Stronger Youth and on Twitter at official underscore SMSY. Until next time, be well and love your children for they are a gift from the Lord.